podcast. We got a guest right here, my man Moha. What up? Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, man. We're over here doing the car cast. We're doing the car cast because we're we're on a mission right now. We got to go do a show in uh, Placentia. Moha's on the lineup. Excited. I'm excited uh, for the show. And uh, you know, we we uh got to take a trip. We're over here in uh, L.A. We're gonna get back to Orange County. So, uh, guys, if uh, if we don't make it back on the freeway, because I'm over here looking at the road and look at the phone, trying to be a good goddamn host on this shit. Don't look at the phone. <laughs> look at the road, nigga. Don't kill us. Mo- Moha, you're going to have to be my navigator on this. Yeah, all right, got man? You, I got you. You got to be my navigator. Um, so, Moha, let's introduce you to the people. Uh, tell them where you're from. Uh, let's, let's start off where, you, where you're born. My name is Moha Aiden. I was born in Somalia. The land of the pirates. And when I was a little kid, we moved to Sweden for a better life. There was a civil war going on in Somalia. And I'm glad we moved because growing up in Sweden, all I had to worry about was first world problems, just like America. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, Living yeah. in the Western world, you know? Yeah. Uh, what, was, there, uh, was there racism in Sweden? Yes. But I lived in this neighborhood. I don't know if you call it. You call it the hood, yeah, the slums. Because uh-huh. you know how they do with black people in the hood? Yeah. That's what they do in Sweden. They put all the immigrants in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, you have the Arabs. Uh-huh. You have the Africans. Uh-huh. You got the French, whatever uh, immigrants lived in the same spot, right? hmm And, of course, it, it was a little dungeon and shit and people fucking, yeah, you got right. Stab, fucking stab you and yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it was uh, people come to the our neighborhood to buy drugs and uh-huh. shit. Um, so they come to your neighborhood. So your neighborhood had all the good drugs. Uh, I don't know about good drugs, but you know you can't. <laughs> it's hard if you want drugs or whatever. You gotta go to the hood. Uh, yeah, the hood. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of lived in the hood, but it's not as bad as you Ameri- live in an urban area. Yeah, it's not as bad as American hood because we wouldn't. There's not a lot of shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only way to get guns in Sweden is like. You gotta be a mobster type of you guy. You gotta be a gangster. Yeah, yeah. The, the people selling guns, they're not gonna sell to anybody. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna sell to school shooters. That's why we have no school shooters. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And the school shooters don't have no parents to, to steal their guns from. Yeah, exactly. But so it was less shooting, and in America, obviously, but there was a lot of stabbing and shit, you know, because everybody can get Which, your knife. which, which, uh, maybe, maybe you won't get as many people, but uh, definitely experience wise, it probably sucks just as bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Getting stabbed. Yeah, of course. I would never got stabbed. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, I was never part of the local gang members because yeah, I, was, yeah. I had a uh, hoop dreams, uh-huh. and and I saw some friends going to jail and stuff. And I was like, I gotta focus on my basketball. So I was basketball head, you know. So um, which which way do I go after this? Um, to the to the left to the left. You gonna go straight? It's weird routing. Um, so oh, you gonna go left and down there? So, on Fairfax, where you lived, was it like a a large Somalian population, or was it just a mixture of all different types of immigrants? It was a mixture. I remember my pops' favorite one of his favorite movies was like Forty Eight Hours with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we used to watch it over and over again on VHS. And my dad used to crack up, and I used to crack up because Eddie Murphy said some wild shit. Yeah. So for a second, I was so young. I didn't even know what my pops was laughing at, but when he laughed, I laughed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and when I got older, I was still watching all the... And I was like, why did you have... I'm like, Eddie Murphy's like a movie star. like Because we had also VHS of uh, Beverly Hills Cop, you know, with Eddie yeah, Murphy. Yeah, yeah, and, and I was like, why is he doing like this? Why he's an actor? My pops was like, that's comedy. And I was like, he's funny too in the movies. And my pops was like, yeah, he's great, right? And then 
uh, I guess my pops couldn't really explain what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then I was like, uh, we can't talk like Eddie Murphy, but my pops loved it, so I loved it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I guess uh, I started watching more and more comedy with my friends because me and my co- friends became, like, into it. And one of yeah, my yeah. friends, he's, he keep always finding shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. He had, like, uh, download torrents or whatever it was. Remember that download program? Yeah, kind of like, like a LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire. He, he had all that shit, and he was downloading all the comedy. So we started watching, like, BT After Dark. We started oh, watching yeah, the yeah. Def Jam. That's a freaky shit. Oh, BT uh, After Dark? Wait. Uh, uh, no, not BT After Dark, but you know the BT you're, View. You're comic, comic View. Comic View. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that. Well, that's where Michael Blackson kind of blew up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And and I remember I saw like, uh, Crawford. What's his name? Lavelle Crawford. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Bruce. And I was like, yo, that's so. Those motherfuckers are dope, right? And then I, I didn't know I was gonna do comedy to this, so I was still young. Uh, but I knew I loved comedy, so I still seeking out. Me and my friends still seeking yeah. out more comedy, you know. And then eventually, bro. Um, I came to uh, I came to Seattle and I started watching comedy and then I was in college dorms and I started I was like yo I want to find out more about comics so I started listening to my first white comic that cracked me up that I liked was uh, uh, Nick Swartzen and Dan oh Cook. yeah yeah Dan yeah Cook right and then I, I started listening to Paulo Francisco and I was like this guy's amazing he's doing all the noises and shit yeah, you yeah. know and I was like he's hilarious and then I started looking for more comics and i was like yo there's so many i discovered dave Chappelle, and i was like yo this guy's funny and then i saw half baked you know yeah and i was like yo this is dope you know i didn't know dave Chappelle did a movie you know and that was I, the only movie he did right yeah, yeah. that's the only movie he did the, the oh new, he the did new con movie. well he did con air right, and he also did the new movie with uh bradley cooper right oh yeah yeah, yeah. What the fuck was it called uh fuck uh, Fargo? No. No, uh, Cry with Lady Gaga. I don't know. It was yeah, a good Lady movie, Gaga. Though. That was a great movie. No, it wasn't with Lady Gaga, was it? Yeah, it's Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, and Eddie, uh, Dave Chappelle is friends with Bradley Cooper. He must have did two movies with Bradley Cooper then. Yeah. Are, are you not talking Bradley about the one where they're singing? Yeah. The Star singing. Was Born? Yeah, Star Was Born. That's the one I'm oh, talking about. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about when Chris Tucker, I think Chris Tucker did a movie with Bradley Cooper too, like a few years before that. Oh, okay, okay. I was yeah. thinking about that. Yeah, you're talking about Star Was Born. Bradley, yeah, Bradley yeah. and Chappelle are homies. That's why Chappelle yeah. said, I did a movie because he's my boy and I yeah. was his directorial movie, you know? Yeah, Star Was uh, Born. Yeah. I never even seen that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, everybody tells uh, me. Sh- uh, fucking Lady Gaga did amazing. How, how many, uh, how long? We're going to go on a four or five, right? How long of a. Yeah, I know how to get there now. Okay. How long of a uh, how long of like screen time did Dave Chappelle have? You think? Yeah, few ten minutes, maybe five minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, That's not bad. Uh, but what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. Anyways, I started discovering more comics and I started realizing I really love comedy. If I wasn't watching sports or a big ass movie, yeah, I was watching comedy. Yeah. And I started listening to podcasts. I started listening to, like Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz when uh-huh. they started ex- and Brian Redband when they started, you know, the podcast thing. So you started listening yeah. to podcasts early on? Yeah, like a long time ago. Oh, shit. A long time ago. And then I started finding out about the store because of, you know, Joe Rogan did that Mencia shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I was like, yeah, fuck Mencia. He's fucking stealing jokes. Because yeah. I was a fan of comedy and I uh-huh. didn't like that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck I that, mean, man. honestly, dude, like, <laughs> even before, like, anybody knew about that, I didn't really like Carlos Mencia. Like, I always liked George Lopez better. I remember, like, they kind of, like, were... Had their I, shows on TV at the same time, you know. I knew George Lopez before I knew Mencia, because uh, I was a fan of comedy. George Lopez was a huge comic. Yeah, exactly. And I knew about him, and I loved George. The reason I loved George Lopez is because he talked about family, and Mexican yeah, family, yeah. American family, uh-huh. you know, African family. Keeps it, yeah, he keeps it real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I liked him, and then when I saw uh, Mencia, I never liked him either. Yeah, I never liked him either. Especially his show was corny as fuck. Yeah. That show on. Uh, He's always talking about whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it's corny, and I didn't even know he was part of Mad TV because I watched Mad TV. 
Uh huh. Like, yeah, yeah. There, and he wasn't memorable to me. I remember Bobby Lee from Mad TV. Yeah, you know? I remember Bobby Lee from Mad TV. Um, I remember Bobby Lee probably the most, other than yeah. uh, I think what was other dude. And like? uh, Keenan, Keenan Thompson, he's doing great now. He oh yeah. Show. But who uh, else is that? There was another guy, fucking. Well, oh, Will Sasso. Yeah, Will Sasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really remember but Brian I didn't Callen. Wa- I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't remember Brian Callen. I was too young. And yeah, me, I didn't yeah. watch it as much. You know what show was I watching? Oh, I remember Aerie Spears from uh, Mad TV, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Aerie Spears. And then I yeah. fell in love with Aerie Spears' sounds. He was, I'm like, he can do Jay-Z? He can do this? Oh, yeah, Aerie Spears' is, his know, impersonations were like, the shit. Yeah, so I started liking it. But at this point, when I was watching, uh, when I discovered Aerie Spears and those guys, I discovered it late in, this, in the whatever Mad TV era was. I probably watched it on DVD or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, then I started seeing there's so many comics, and I was like, yo, I can listen to Bobby Lee. I can listen to Aerie Spears. You know, yep. So, you know, I started listening um, that's crazy that you were into podcasts though early, cause I yeah. But that's the only podcast I listen to, cause Joey Diaz had the best stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe this kind of version, but I'm gonna say Joey Diaz made Joe Rogan experience, cause the first I feel like hundred episodes it was all Joey Diaz telling stories, and Joe Rogan invited his friend Joey Diaz yeah. to talk about crazy shit, and it dragged everybody in. Once you hear Joey, Uncle Joey talk, bro, Joey Diaz, Coco. You were in. Hey, that's you were you know, in. Joe was a smart man. Yeah. He was like, well, you know. But that's his friend. He's yeah, like, I gotta friend. put my friend on. Yeah. That's hilarious. And he's hilarious. Yeah, and, exactly. And I feel like I started, and then I started listening when he blew up Joe and Joey Diaz opened the church of what's happening. Yeah, I started listening to that. You know, and I thought uh, also I was into mob movies, right? So I remember Joey Diaz from mob movies because he was in Surprise. Yeah, he did a couple. Yeah, yeah exactly. He was yeah, in, he was in. And I was like, oh, I like this guy, and he's fucking pop comic. You know, I loved him. Joey Joe, Diaz looks like a mob guy. He yeah. Looks like, you know. I thought he was Italian. I too, thought he was, so too. I thought listening to him, and <laughs> I know, he's a right? Cuban. Because he talks like Italian. Yeah, he's from exactly. New York. <laughs> he's been in Italian movies, you know, mobsters. I remember The Longest Yard or whatever it was. Exactly, was yeah, The Longest Yard, yeah. He's just good at impersonating it, Italians. It's funny. You watch him in the movies, right? And then you listen to the podcast, and you hear stories. He was, like, showing up, hella coked up to the set. <laughs> he's talking about when he was on those shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, uh, I've heard him tell uh, stories about that. I'm, I'm, that's crazy he was on The Longest Yard, too, when you flash back and think about that. Because yeah. when that came out, that was a big-ass movie. Yeah. With fucking Burt Reynolds and Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. That was a good... I was excited because there's so many... Chris Rock. And then going back to my childhood, like... I loved Eddie Murphy, right? But I started loving Jim Carrey. When I, Ace Ventura, I saw Ace Ventura, right? And I was uh-huh. like, oh, this guy's funny. And me and my brothers and sisters loved it, right? And then we started watching Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumb and all that, right? Uh-huh. My mom didn't like it. My mom was like, my mom was like, can you guys not watch this guy? We're like, why? He's funny. She really? goes, he's disgusting. You know? And I was like. You said Jim Carrey? Yeah, my mom didn't like him because he thought he was teaching us bad behavior as kids, you know? Uh-huh. So we always sneak sneaked watched it when she wasn't there and my pops was cool with it you know oh you saw so your dad was cool with it yeah and and then i started listening to of course i started watching adam sandler and i was like oh this guy's funny too and i found nice comic i started liking it even more you know yeah i, I there was a moment where i mean adam sandler kind of bounced back but there was yeah. a moment where adam sandler was killing it too you know like yeah he was the biggest uh, uh comedian uh, actor uh, yeah uh, not just that he was making most money as an actor i think in hollywood Oh really? Yeah, but well, then now he's making crazy money because he cause produces, Netflix. directs. Yeah, and, and Netflix, Netflix, Netflix gave him like a hundred million or something like that. They gave him two hundred million to do four movies. Wow, remember that? Yeah, that's uh, why I, yeah, they pretty much gave him the keys uh, to Netflix. Yeah, and <laughs> then and he did uh, four of them, and two of them sucked ass. Which ones you talking <laughs> about? I saw. I, I believe I've seen all of them. Which yeah. ones? Which ones did you not like? The, I think uh, it was like Click, and then that boat one. You didn't like Click? No, no, but Click was good, click, but, but click, click was maybe before. Click, click was before, yeah. But you remember the boat that, one. The boat one with uh, Dave Spade, his buddy? 
that one's not that great. You didn't you like know? the boat one with, with David Spade? Are you talking about the one where David Spade's like a loser? And no, no, that's a new one. I'm talking oh, about okay. Adam Sandler's first movie. Oh, yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah that one was yeah. whack. But he bounced back, though. Uh, yeah, he bounced Jim, back. Jim's, that was fucking amazing. That was oh, a good movie. Oh, yeah, Uncut Jim's? Yeah. yeah By the way, shout out to Adam Sandler. Uh, our, our valet uh, calls before the pandemic, and he tipped me 100 bucks. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And he asked me what I do. I told him I'm an actor, a comic, and then he, he's like, "Oh, you have a card?" And I did have my card just because I, w- I was working in an area where there's like uh-huh. a lot of a lot of big time yeah. pro- directors, producers, actors. Uh-huh. And I gave him my card, even if he never calls me. He was a nice, kind person, you know. And I'm glad when you meet some people you've been watching all your life to see that they're nice, you know. Yeah, one of the nice guys. At least he took it. Yeah, uh, and not just took it. He tipped me well. And he tipped he didn't you have well, to tip exactly. Me. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Because some people, even though they're worth two hundred million dollars, you know, Bro, they're still you cheap. Know, I love workaholics. Uh, I don't think uh, uh, Adam Devine. Adam Devine didn't. I, I brought his car up. He didn't tip me a sh- jack shit. Same <laughs> same hotel. So has West Hollywood. You know. Uh, so some people don't tip you. Well, he's you probably. Know? First of all, he don't got half the money Adam Sandler has. No, but he's still a millionaire. Yeah, he's still more money than yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, not just us. He's a millionaire. You think he's a millionaire for sure? Yeah, Bro, you're, you're probably right. How many seasons of that show? He's been in yeah, movies. Yeah, you're right. He's in all the movies. Yeah, he is. And he probably makes money from doing stand-up. Yeah, bro, he sells out. Yeah, uh, exactly. And his special wasn't that great. But I'm not surprised he's doing a lot of shit, right? Yeah. He's more of, he's more into acting now and directing and producing more than he's into comedy, you know? Who is a... He started as a comic, though. I think there's there's not really that many actor comics who smash it in acting and then smash it in stand-up specials. In history or now? I would say, I mean, now, for sure. I can't even think of somebody who's both ways. But, I mean, I guess Chris Rock was, was Eddie somebody... Eddie Murphy, who, Martin Lawrence. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Robin Williams. But Eddie Murphy stopped. Yeah, Robin you know? Williams. Robin Williams, Martin Lawrence, yeah. Uh, so who do you who do you think currently though? Currently, uh, smashing both is Kevin Hart, even though his comedy is watered down. That's, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. But he does so much, and I'm not mad at him because he, to me, I look up to Kevin Hart when it comes For to sure. work ethic. He works his ass off. Oh, definitely. Off. Uh, so I'm not surprised his comedy. Is and he's still funnier than 90 percent of. Yeah, and he's yeah. a really funny person. He yeah, has yeah. great energy. But I'm saying his comedy is watered down because he's doing so much. Yeah, you're right. He's waking up. Working out, doing a movie, 14 hours. Not easy to be on set 14 hours for uh-huh. months. And then no. he's doing a special, finding time to do special. And he's doing all these meetings. He's at production company. And he's making a bunch of money. Yeah. So it's kind of like. Yeah, he can't uh, say no to that money. Exactly. And all he had to do was put an hour together and send it. They give him money. You know? And the thing is that for him to like work out his stand-up. Yeah. It's hard. He it's hard. He's, gonna have to eat, he, he's like, should I eat a dick on stage trying new jokes? or Because I'm sure Kevin Hart still eats a dick every now and then. You know? No, no homo. I mean, everybody eats a dick, yeah, every, right? Right. I mean, uh, because uh, you like, work new jokes. Uh, you working in new new jokes that you just wrote. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. he's probably like, do I do, should I work this new joke or should I go, uh, you know, make it, make a fucking five hundred thousand dollars on a, on a meeting? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Or or just, just second. or just make a special and get a, a couple of mil from Netflix. Yeah, he probably don't work his specials at all. You think? No, not that last one because he was so busy. Yeah, but that, that was during COVID. Yeah. So uh, he probably he just does his house. Yeah. And that son's right behind me. Uh, it's all right. Let me see if I could. Can I block that sun at all? Can you see? Uh, I should have put something uh, in my window. Uh, oh, well, fuck it. You guys want to see. Just put the camera on you for for more. <laughs> anyways, uh, let's yeah. say, will, will it hold? But, but uh, yeah, anyways. Um, all right, fuck it. Just leave it right there. I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, he uh, probably don't work his hour. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but... He's great. Uh, it's just uh, 
uh, he has so much on his plate. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's yeah. and he's, you know, I don't know. Look it's it's, it's kind of it's like there's it's kind of like when I think about it, I think about it like in hip hop terms. Mm-hmm. Like in hip hop, there's rappers who were skilled rappers, like lyricists. Whoa. Let's make sure. Yeah, still going. There's rappers who are rappers and, and just like straight up skilled lyricists, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like fading away. But, uh, and then and then there's rappers who are showmen uh-huh. and rappers. And there's rappers who just make hits. Right. You know, I feel like in right. comedy it's like that too. There's rappers, I yeah. mean, there's comedians who are mm-hmm. skilled, mm-hmm. just like just like tactical stand-up comedians. And then there's right. stand-up comedians who do right. movies. And there's stand-up comedians who, you know. No, let's talk about that. Like, I'll, uh, we all love uh, Dave Chappelle, right? Uh-huh. But I love that he says over and over again, I can do movies every year if I want to. Exactly. But I'm a comics, and that's why comics love him, not because he's just a funny guy, uh, he's one of the funniest, or one of the goats, but we also love him because he's like, I'm working my special five years, yeah, maybe exactly. months, before I send it, before I you know, po- uh, record it. Exactly. And, and he's like, I don't need to do like three movies and uh, a special every year, and and be the richest guy he's like i'm living wealthy i'm living fun exactly and he shows up to clubs doesn't ask them for money or nothing he's like hey i just want to come up and then of course the clubs are happy the fans are happy the comics are happy and he could he could work on his shit for an hour and hour and i've seen him work on his specials way before he drops them and he works on them forever and then he flies to different city just walks into a comedy club and does his shit yeah exactly uh, you know, and and that's what we respect. Like he does not water down his comedy. That's why his comedy is so fucking great. Even though he did the you know 18 minutes uh, when he was talking about Netflix or whatever and uh, HBO that they weren't paying him for the special. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah. at this point, he's at the level he could just talk and still sell. Yeah, Cause for he, sure. Because everything's now funny. He does. It could be just like you know. Uh, Dave Chappelle could do whatever. Dave right. Chappelle is like the only person. Right. Who and fucking uh, went away, left the platform. Like, Dave had He had dropped no 50 million on the table. He yeah, but not that. only that, but he had no platform to really stand under either. Like, there right. wasn't no Instagram. No. He couldn't just, you know, he gave up the Chappelle show, mm-hmm. but it's not like he had a Twitter with a million followers at the same time. Yeah, because he was like, you're not going to change my uh, my creative way because exactly. of your corporate. And they're like, well, we're going to take the 50 million. Go, take it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and then exactly. they're trying to spread hate about him. Uh, he went cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. I love that he came back though, and he got seventy-five million dollars from Netflix just, right. just to do two specials. <laughs> so, pretty much what it is, is Dave Chappelle is just, you know, he's the one. Yeah. As in, like, there was but no what I was him. saying is, like, I like comics that it's not wanting down their comedy, and they're like happy to just be a comic, yeah. you know. And then now we still like the comics that's ambitious, yeah. Uh, but they're not going to be as great because they're watering down. They spread themselves too thin, you yeah, know. Exactly. And I think. Eventually, I want to be TV, doing TV and film, and mm-hmm. uh, when I get great in my comedy. But I think I will be like, like that. You know, I might do one movie. Yeah. Let's say I have all the offers in the world. Yeah. I'm not gonna take them all. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna be like, yo, now this year I'm working on my special. Exactly. You know, yeah. My new special, yeah. or whatever. So I think that's the route I want to take. If, uh, but also nothing's guaranteed. First, you get to prove yourself, which we work on. For sure. On, you know. Exactly. Which is yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. Like they have the. Like Kevin Hart has the the ability to do that now. Yeah. But before he, he has was strictly all the offers. He grinded. Kevin Hart yeah, grinded. Yeah, grinded for years. Yeah. He grinded like crazy, and he proved that he's one of the funniest. You know, what I mean, when he uh, when it comes to making specials. Uh, it's funny, like how you know people talk about being like the one or the one with the with the light or whatever they want to call it. You know, what I'm saying like, and nobody knows who the one is until until you prove to be the one. 
uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Like Kevin Hart, he's the one. Dave Chappelle, uh-huh. he's the one. Uh-huh. As in, like, yeah, no yeah. matter what. Louis G- C.K., one of my favorite comics. Yeah, Louis and, uh, C.K., you know, uh, Bill Burr, you know, mm-hmm. like. Bill Burr, amazing. It takes years for you to even prove that you're that guy yeah. who can. Bro, I don't care about being the one. You know what I want to do? My, my goal and dreams right now as a comic is I just want to work doing comedy. Yeah. And paying my bills comfortably, mm-hmm. and just doing comedy. I don't have to have mm-hmm. another job, and then I can actually focus on comedy even more instead of having like two jobs sure. to pay my bills in LA. Uh-huh. And then I can get better. And eventually, uh, when my special comes out, hopefully it's hilarious, and I get more fans, and I can do more comedy around the world. You yeah. know, travel. You know, my phone died. Yeah, but you know that's 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 the process to becoming the one. Yeah. You know, like right? I, I, you can't, and, you, but let's say I do that forever, right? Uh-huh. And I don't become the one. I don't care as long as I'm paying yeah. my bills. I'm li- doing. I mean, comedy. honestly, honestly, to me, that is kind of like being the one. If you can, if you can, let's think about it. How many people doubt that somebody can manifest a living from the arts or entertainment or stand-up comedy? Not a lot. Everybody thinks you're gonna fucking fail. Oh yeah, nobody believes you. You have to believe in yourself. If you turn you a living out for the rest of your life, whatever, if you made as much as a person who works a, a standard nine to five, like you know, sixty, eighty thousand a year mm-hmm. from stand up comedy, to me you're the one. Because like fuck, dude, if you make eighty thousand a year from stand up comedy, I'd be clicking my damn heels. I'd be so happy. Yeah, you can survive. You can live an okay life with that. Yeah, eighty thousand a year of stand up yeah. comedy. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, there's so much more money out there, but yeah. I would be satisfied because. Yeah, because then you don't have to have another job. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which which is my goal, right? Yeah, your job is your passion. Yeah, and I'm like, if I don't have to have another job and I can do comedy and I get to travel, uh, let's say I become an opener in a year or two, right? Uh-huh. For somebody that's doing great. Yeah. If they pay me like uh, like a weekend, $2,000 or yeah. even 1500 Yeah, yeah. Uh, a weekend, 1500 times four, that's more enough uh, for me to survive on. For sure. And I'm okay with that. Then I'm doing comedy, and I don't have, when I come back here you know, on Monday or Tuesday from the uh, from the shows, I don't have to have another job. I can go do some mics. Exactly. I can, you know, go hang out with comics. I you can could, do maybe local shows. You could do yeah. podcasts. Yeah. You could, you yeah. know, I mean, skits, you, you yeah. know, like whatever. Right, and, and I'm okay with that because exactly. then that means as long as I don't have to go clock in and I'll be like, oh, I hope I have energy to go do some mics. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't... That's not a dream. Yeah, you know. But we have to do that now for now. You know who T.K. Kirkland is? Sounds familiar. So T.K. Kirkland, uh, he's he's like a longtime comedian. You know, like uh, he opened up for N.W.A. like when they first went on tour. Oh and wow. Shit. Okay. So um, he's like sixty years old, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he was saying that uh, he was saying like he was. I think he specifically he was talking about like comedians, but I think he meant it in general too, like for entertainers. Like you gotta go at things like an independent contractor, okay. not that somebody's your boss, you know. So he's like, he said, he, he said whenever he, whenever he went on tour with the rappers, mm-hmm. like he always would, he'd always take his own flights. Like he would never ride the tour bus because mm-hmm. he always wanted them to, he always wanted to let them know that they're not his boss. Right. He's his own boss, right. you know. Right. And he said like, you know, like he went on tour with Cash Money millionaires like Baby and Juvenile and all them, uh-huh. and you know, and Fifty Cent and all them. And he said like that was like the reason why like he felt like. Because he was talking about kind of like too, like how baby would jip people on money. You, know, you remember how they said about baby jipped Lil Wayne and shit. But yeah, he I'm he not never, surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But he said hit baby never jipped him because he had like a, a level of respect for him because uh, he moved on his own. Like uh, you know, like he didn't right, ride the tour right, bus. He didn't act right, like no groupie around them. He right. he took his flights. He he booked his own flights. 
he, he stayed at his own, his, his own hotel, didn't mm-hmm. party with all the rappers afterwards. Mm-hmm. He got paid, and he went back home. Okay. You know, kept it all professional with them and shit. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, So that's how I try to think of it, too. Like, I want to stay an independent contractor. I don't want to... No, but that's all comics are now. Yeah, exactly. All comics are independent contractors. Yeah, exactly. Let's say you open up for somebody, right? Uh-huh. And you're doing great. Yeah. And the club loved you in uh, San Diego. And they call you. They're like, you know what? We're going to give you one night. Do you have an hour or 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. They're like, we're going to give you one night as a headliner, mid, mid of the week. Uh-huh. Uh, if you do great again, we can, you know, that's yeah, yeah. you build a relationship with the clubs and you get paid. And before that, hopefully somebody takes you on tour to open with them and you do great. And you, of course, you got to be professional. You show up, not drunk or nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah, do your yeah. thing. And also be funny, you know? Yeah. And that's what works so hard because when we get opportunity, I look at every stage time as opportunity, right? For sure. And a lot of people complain and bitch on mics. I'm like, I don't complain. You know why? Because I'm here with a purpose i'm working on this joke and i'm gonna work on it for two weeks or three weeks and then i'm gonna listen to it every night every day when i'm done you know to my jokes back and if i have to cut some fat i cut some fat if i can add some tags i add some tags exactly and i'm trying to perfect my joke so every mic i treat as like a opportunity for me to get better you know especially when i'm paying for 90 percent of the mics i go to so i'm definitely gonna treat it and i have no money coming in i'm still paying it because it's investment in my career so and, and being purposeful like that, it's going to make me a better comic. It has made me a better comic. I have a speaker and, and a mic. I go to the beach sometime for two months. You know, I did that in September and yeah. October last year when there was no mics. And just talk for hours to fucking homeless, tourists, try to make them stop. And I told them I don't need no money. I just want to make you guys smile and laugh. Yeah, yeah, It's 2020. Yeah. And when they were like, nah, I'm good. And I'm like... So you want to be serious in 2020 when I'm offering like laughs? Yeah, they want. So then I roast them, and I remember some people want to roast me, and some people was like, "Can you roast my family, my friends?" And it was great, man. And uh, some I roast. I remember I roasted these gangbangers, and the guy would got mad, and then I was like, "Oh shit, am I gonna end up in a jump?" But I knew I wasn't gonna get jumped because his friends was like, "Can you yeah, yeah. roast him?" And then they liked me. They tipped me, you know. I remember I got tipped in 40 euros by some Germans. They're like, you're hilarious. Oh, what? That's you funny. Know? Yeah. But I mean, like, I think, you know, I bring in my sports background, which is like work ethic and work hard. Yeah. And my being an immigrant. Uh-huh. I'm looking at every opportunity as getting better, getting better. For sure. Because eventually, when I make it, uh, I know I didn't just get lucky. You know what I mean? And I feel like comedy, you have to put in your time. You're not going to get Definitely. lucky in comedy. You're not going to get lucky. You know? Well, I mean, you could get like. I mean, you could get. What's you? Yeah. But, but what's you? Like, I can get lucky tomorrow because. But at the same time, I'll be ready for the opportunity, you yeah, know? Because exactly. I've been yeah. working. But I'm saying, if you're not funny and if you don't have. Let's say, for example, they're like, hey, can you open for me? And yeah. you don't have 10 minutes or you don't have 20 minutes. Then you're screwed. And they're like, okay, I was going to give you an opportunity, but you don't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. Or let's say you do have 20 minutes, but you have no fucking jokes. Yeah. And you don't know how to do crowd work. So the, the guys will be like, I can't take you around the country. I gave you one shot, you blew it, <laughs> you know? Preparation yeah. meets uh, opportunity, opportunity exactly. success, yeah. uh, you know, so we got to fucking so put in the you, work. So if you, uh, and listen to, uh, going back to podcast, after, you know, I listen to Joey and uh, Joe Rogan and all that, I still listen to more podcasts of, about comics. I still listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to most comics podcasts, right? Yeah. I always look for that nugget about, you know, and I heard stories about, you know, this guy put in so much time. This guy put in so much time. It's all about putting in time and other comics that put in the time with you coming up with you will respect you when they blow up because yeah. they're like I know you've been putting in work exactly. you know uh, so uh, what do you call it I'm also trying to also get knowledge from this podcast every day you know what I mean I like Kevin Hart's new podcast as well by the way you should listen to it it's called 
the minds of uh, comedians or something like that. Oh, really? I didn't. Uh, I didn't. He interviews only comedians. Oh, his sick. first j- guest was Jerry Sanfield. Yeah, Tiffany, Steve Harvey, Cedric, Nick Kroll. Uh, he has a lot of big comics. Amy Schumer. Uh, but it's, I like that he, he he talks about comedy when they started out and what's their process and all this. In the, the mind of comedians. I need to check that out. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, you know. It, uh, anything with comedy podcasts I'll listen to. Yeah, I do. When I, well, let's say like Joe Rogan, right? Because he has like every different type of fucking person on there. I don't listen but to all, all Joe Rogan uh, like I used neither, to. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but when I'll, I see comedian, I'll, I'll check it out. Of you course. Know? I mean, fighters and comedians is what I'll check. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. And yeah. maybe somebody interesting that I want to hear about. But most... Most uh, he, has t- he has a bunch yeah. of different people. Yeah, I listen to when he have a lot of some controversial people. Maybe uh, you don't even need the GPS now. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're on the four. I'm on the four or five. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I always try to listen to the comedians too. Yeah. I used to be able to listen to more podcasts when I when I used to have an office job because I would just sit there and yeah. look at my fucking computer. Yeah, you have kids now; it's harder. Yeah, but you know, before I had an office job, so for eight nine hours I was yeah. sitting at a, a cubicle. And, like, I had a job where, like, my bosses, they wouldn't even bother me like that, you know? Like, every so often you had a meeting, but for the most part, you just did your work and look at the computer. And they, they were okay with you having headphones in your ear. So I would listen to, like, six hours of podcasts Wh- a day. What's your favorite podcast you used to listen to? Well, used to, uh, now? Uh, no, back when you were working. But when, you? I was, when I was active yeah. on podcasts yeah. like yeah. that? Uh. Um, I mean, I loved, I liked The Fighter and the Kid when Brian Callen was on there. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, that was fucking dope. Yeah, he was, he yeah. was fucking. Because he had, like, a T.O. that was a character. He had a Bobby that was a character. He had, they had a good guest, Chris. Crystal Leia. Crystal yeah, exactly. The, 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 the thing I is used too, to love in the beginning. I like that. Like right I like I like uh, Brandon Schaub, you know, and yeah. and I really haven't checked it checked it out since like you know uh, Chappelle, Lacey, and uh, Malik were on there. I, I used to watch uh, Chappelle, Lacey, and Malik was on there. Uh, it was good, and then uh, uh, Brandon got rid of Malik, so I stopped listening to it. He what? He got rid of Malik. Oh, he did. So I stopped listening to it. Yeah, I stopped listening to it. He got rid of him, rid of him yeah. like that. Like yeah. completely? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, it's, it's, not it's, not, it's not a podcast yeah. thing. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I like the one. I, I'll cut that part out. Anyways, I like the when uh, Brian Callen was uh, on there because. He's a great comic. And, and he's, he's and a, he's a character. He's a character. He's a character and he's yeah. a veteran. So he's, he's dropping gems, you yeah. know. He's and dropping it, gems and he also knew how funny. to play the, the, the old guy. That's the old cool, guy, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's back on it now, Byron the Kid. Oh, he's back on it now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't yeah. know that. And I think I'm gonna start listening to it. I also love listening to Tio. Tio is such a funny dude. Tio. Tio. Tio Von. Tio Von. Oh, Tio Von. Tio oh, Von. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like like uh, I like his podcast, The Past Weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, what's that? Uh, St- uh, King, King and his thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, I listen to all the comedians' podcasts. I, I, I listen to. I used to listen to Tom Segura. Uh, and then it became too much. Your mom's house became too yeah, much yeah, yeah. gross. So I start listening. I stopped listening to that. But I listen to. Two men in the cave. I, I mean, I love Joey Diaz when he. Two beers. What's it called? Two, two bears. Two bears, and, two one bears and one cave. I listen to that. Now it's even better because uh, Bert's not there. <laughs> Bert's not there no more. No, because he's doing a movie or something. He's oh, out. okay. So it's just uh, it's just Tom. Yeah, Tom, and he has like a yes. guest host. He had like uh, one of the homies uh, from the comedy store, uh, Brian Simpson, oh, on okay. there, which is uh, uh, which is cool because a lot of. Uh, big co- uh, comic fans uh, they don't know about him, but Tom put him on shows that he's no, he's, he's not a, uh, he's, he's no, he's getting known to the public because he's hilarious, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had uh, he had some other he had like I think uh, 
Justin Lake on it the other day. Well, I used to I used to love Joey Diaz's podcast too, though. Yeah, that was that was yeah, one of the yeah, best yeah. ones. That was the, one of the best ones. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I like Bill Burr's too. Uh, oh, Mondays. Yeah, yeah I used yeah. to listen to it all the time. Uh, but I feel like Joey. Like I like Bill Burr's, but I feel like yeah. Joey when I did Uber, all I listened to was uh, Bill Burr's shit. He can rant for hours. And but Joey uh, Diaz, man, like sometimes when he hits like that rhythm on that energy, talking uh, shit, you know, it's like Joe is the best. Yeah, Joe. I and, listened uh, to his uh, new show, another though. one I listen to all the time is uh, Bad Friends because I like Bobby and uh, Andrew Santino. Ba- oh, okay. Bad I, Friends. Yeah, I used to listen to Tiger Blood and uh, uh, Tiger Belly. Yeah, uh, Tiger Belly. Sorry, <laughs> 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 I used to listen to it, but uh, Bobby's girl is sometimes annoying, you know. Because yeah, Bobby yeah. plays characters and he plays yeah, dumb, yeah, yeah. and she's like, uh, she's trying to fix him, and yeah, you're like, yeah. let Bobby be Bobby. You know, we only here because I mean, Bo- we only there because of Bobby. Even this both day podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what's trippy <laughs> is uh. I uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I know Bobby Lee's famous and rich, but damn, he he, he got a pretty cute wife, yeah, girlfriend, whatever. Well, I mean, it comes with the for him, it comes with the fame, you know. Yeah, it comes with the yeah. fame. Yeah. Imagine the kind of girlfriend he would have if it wasn't for. He said it, he talked about it in a lot of podcasts. I'm sure, he, yeah. he had a hard time getting girls, even when he started doing comedy. Uh, he got girls here and there, but you know, he never had nothing, you know. Uh, I can't believe she had a heart attack before. Did she you did. Hear? I didn't know yeah, that. they were talking about that. it one time. I guess she had a heart attack because of her breast implant. Like something happened, like it leaked, oh, and all uh, kinds of shit. Like and they were on vacation, know. and then fucking or something like that. I was like, wow, yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? I had no idea. Oh, wow, that's crazy. It's like you don't know the kind of things people go through, even when they're, yeah. you know, good-looking, yeah. rich people. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you're like, doing surgery, anything can go wrong, right? Plastic yeah, yeah exactly. Surgery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Life is unforgiving. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> I seen. Speaking about Bobby, I seen him at the store the other day. You know, last night, uh, he was just hanging out, walking around at the patio uh-huh. in the back. You know, he was he's just chilling, and a lot of people was like, "Hey, this girl was like ducking under the thing at the store," uh-huh. and I was like, "What are you doing?" And she was right next to me. She goes, "Do you know who Bobby Lee is?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "How do you know him?" I'm like, "Bitch, I'm a comic. Yeah, yeah, You're at yeah. the comedy store." Yeah, and she was like. I want to take a picture with him. I'm like, just ask him, you know? She goes, did you talk to him? I was like, no, I'm not going to bother him. Yeah, I only yeah. talk to people that talk to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then she was like, do you do comedy? I was like, yeah. She goes, dude, tell, go ahead, tell me a joke. I was like, oh, that's not how it works. I'm like, come to my show on Saturday. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> huh? <laughs> and she was like, well, are you going to perform tonight? And I was like, bitch, do you know where you're at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the maker of comedy. Yeah, you're not yeah. just going to go out there and perform because you're a comic. So pretty much, if you if you're a regular at the comedy store, do you think like you're pretty much like uh, getting money, like traveling the world, like doing stand up? Like nah, you can't you can't nah. be a non touring comic and be a regular, can you? Yeah, you can. Oh, so you could be a non touring comic and be a regular at the comedy store? Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. the, the comedy that's what's what's great about a comedy store. Not just do they have all these big time comics, but you got to be funny before they hire you. Number one, number uh-huh. two, if you're in development. Uh, that's going to groom you for a couple of years. See, hopefully you get better. And while they groom you, you never know who's watching you, you know, because there's all, yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of comics go there. And if somebody thinks you're funny or they like you as a person, they might say, hey, can you open for me in the Bay or uh-huh. in San Diego, you yeah, know, yeah. something short, or in uh, Orange County, Berea, you know, uh-huh. whatever. And if you do that, you build a relationship, you build relationships with the big comics. And after a while, you know, if you're killing it there for over years, they could pass you. But because you passed it doesn't mean you're making a lot of money, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But just working there, 
you got opportunities, you know. Pretty much, it's like a, it's kind of like working there, like you're saying, like a yeah. development thing. It's kind of yeah. like college, but comedy yeah. college yeah. at the best university. Yeah, and <laughs> they're not gonna hold your hand and stuff. You gotta come with it, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And but it's like you're a football player and you go to fucking Alabama. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, and the big comics, let's say you work in Haha, the big comics, they might see you once a year. But oh, if you work okay. at the commerce store, they might see you once a week. Uh, <laughs> you right? know what I mean? Fucking well, yeah, yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, so see you fifty times in a year. Yeah. Might, uh, by then they know you, know yeah, your name. Yeah. So, and then they might say, you know what? I seen you. I've been talking to you. Cause also when you work there, they they talk to you. Yeah. If you like a, a comic that's just hanging out, they don't want to talk to you. First of all, they don't know you. But if you work there, they know for sure you're a comic. Yeah. yeah. You know, for sure you're a comic. Number yeah. two. Um, they they, uh, they can start talking to you, open up to you. They put the walls down, and then if they like you, they might come watch you set one day. And if you impress them, you know you impress them. And they probably trust the the formula at the yeah, store. Yeah, and that's a, also yeah. a machine that's been going on since the fucking Jerusha Pryor, you know. Yeah. So uh, most like Bobby Lee was a door guy there, right? Yeah. All these big comics, Jim Carrey was a door guy there. All these big comics know where the comics of the door door guys wa- go through because yeah, yeah. they've been there, you know. So they're nicer to them. Uh, working there is a fucking goal. I hope I get opportunity to work there. You know, luckily I did showcase. Yeah, man. Uh, and hey. I was blessed and very grateful and happy. And I think I did great. But yeah. Uh, you saw me. What do you think? Yeah, the shit went great, man. And I'm. Yeah. But we gotta wait for the booker to say. Tell me what happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, even if you don't get an immediate job there, like. That opportunity that you had just to even perform is like that's something that people in, in our in our in our profession would fucking suck somebody's dick for no homo. Uh, and a lot of girls do suck a lot of dicks <laughs> and gays and yeah, whatever you know. What I'm saying. Yeah, uh, like wh- wh- whatever you whatever you prefer. Whatever. You know? A lot of people uh, a lot of people do are it. doing things uh, that they probably wouldn't do normally. But that's why I feel super grateful, you know, and just not being pushy and not asking for it. Uh, I got the opportunity. And also, it's a time where they needed uh, give people a chance. Uh, I, I I did what I had to do. Now it's up to the booker to tell me what she thinks. Yeah, and you you did the right thing. You do the right thing by you know you do your mics. You know you do the repetitions, but then you also hang out in their vicinity. You know, like you have the comedy to store. Show face. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and so them seeing you, they're going, okay, this guy. Oh, okay, like. He's right. a comedian. All right, first you're the new comedian, and then you become, you know, somebody who they know. You and know? I know a lot of guys that work there too. You know. So, uh, well, you mean you and you have a good relationship with uh, Ian Edwards and all that, right? I mean, like as far as like you know dialogue. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You guys yeah, talk. Yeah, you yeah know? He's, he's he's the big homie. He's really nice, uh, Ian. And then also, uh, shout out to my homegirl uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. She gives me a lot of good advice. She looks out for me. Um, so are you uh, are you still like doing uh, like go trying to do auditions like how or is like has it been like where? are they doing that again like in, in Hollywood in general like auditions just in TV general. film film TV yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's in person before it was just on Zoom you know yeah yeah uh, I just did a commercial for TikTok a few weeks ago oh really yeah uh, they break you off a little bit yeah yeah oh, okay, yeah, yeah it was great uh, like I feel like. Like that way I got down was my friend sent my pictures to um, this casting director. Uh-huh. She loved it. She sent it to production and they loved it. And then she was like, can you come tomorrow? Uh, I didn't have to even audition. And then I was like, for sure. So I f- I, and I preferred it that way, you know, uh, because I remember when I, before the pandemic, I used to go fucking all over L.A. to audition for some bullshit. 
because uh, I have a commercial agent. And then, like, 90% of the time, you don't hear shit because you didn't get it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of taxing and energy, and you get tickets and shit, you know? Uh, and n- since uh, I started doing comedy, I'm like, I'm not even really focused on that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a commercial agent, is so there's, there's different types of agents. Yeah, there's a theatrical agent, right, uh-huh. which gets you in the room for TV and stuff. I would prefer a theatrical agent. Yeah, yeah. But it's harder to get because of your resume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a commercial agent because of your look. And uh, I've always been lucky and to get a to, to to get commercial auditions and get I get an agent. I was also uh-huh. lucky because I look like this, you know. I'm a goofball. So how not a lot of a lot of people look like Moha <laughs> out there. No, for sure not. You know, well, not 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 here. Yeah, but so, uh, what was I gonna say is, so how do you how do you even like get into the 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 you know the eyesight of your of your agent? Like you were just doing like went out there and started doing auditions on your own or. No, I was working, and then uh, this assistant to the a- my agent was like, "See this girl? She saw me at work, and she was like, hey, do you have representation?' I was like, "No, I would love some.'" And she was like, "Well, uh, I work for one of the biggest commercial agencies. Would you like to me introduce you to? Would you like to come in for a meeting? And because you have a great look." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I would love that." And then I went to a meeting with the the agent mm-hmm. and then the owner of the agency. Which I was surprised because it's a big agency, and then they they give me, uh, they're like, we have to take pictures, or you can bring some headshots. Mm-hmm. Like right before that, I did do some headshots, uh, headshots mm-hmm. and stuff. So I brought that, printed it out in color, and they loved it. They're like, oh, you know what? You don't even have to do uh, pictures, photos. You uh-huh. you have these are great, you know. Uh, and I had different looks too. You know, I had me in a tie in a suit. Mm-hmm. I had uh, like a regular. I had braids. I had different headshots because I was trying to show them that I have yeah, a diversity. I can look more than this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I show them, they love this, so they they hired me and they still sending me out to auditions and stuff. Um, yeah. So, do you yeah. remember your first commercial that you were ever a part of? Yeah, I think it was like a University of Phoenix commercial. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah, so <laughs> cool. And I was like, he's always serious shit. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> the Leon one it was like an interesting. We shot it in Long Beach. Cal State, Long Beach. Uh, how long was this? How long were you on set? Like ten hours. Ten hours? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I've done a lot of commercial. You, you, when you're on set, sometimes it's like two hours. Like I remember I did a Kevin Klein commercial uh-huh. for the 50 University with uh, Asa Rocky, uh-huh. uh, Kendall Jenner, and uh, Justin Bieber. I was there for two hours, and they paid me well. You know. Oh, sick! Yeah. So you were just like there. You stopped by. You, you played your part. And yeah. Dipped out? Yeah, it dipped out. Let's do top five favorite rappers, top five favorite fighters, and then top five favorite comics, and then all we'll right. wrap this thing up. All right. Um, you were asking me about something earlier, podcast. Why am I not doing podcasts, right? But I didn't ask you that on this. I can ask you that before, I, before we, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, okay. But go, top five. Uh, top five rappers, uh, Biggie Smalls, Pac. Wait, I want you to go, like, from favorite to least favorite. Oh. Like, number one means the most to you. The guy I grew up listening to most was Nas. Nas okay. is my guy. So the Nas uh, number one. Yeah, Nas. Uh, I liked uh, Gangstar. Uh huh. I, I didn't like Jay Z for obvious reasons because yeah, Nas like is my Nas. favorite rapper. Yeah, exactly. Um, I liked Pac. I liked Biggie, uh, and I also liked uh, the new rappers who I like. <coughs> I like Jay Cole and Kendrick Lamar. That's maybe six. But well, <laughs> we'll know. call that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we'll, we'll, we'll fuse Kendrick and J. Cole together. Yeah, a lot of people, I like lyricists, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. those boys are different than the mumble rappers. Than most of all the rappers today. I still I still like some mumble rappers. One of my favorite rappers are Future Hendrix. You uh-huh. know? Uh, he's, he's kind of a mumble rapper, but he makes sense a lot of sense. I like the baby, little baby, I mean. Little Baby's like, all right. Yeah. You, oh, you, you don't he's like not top baby five, like though, to me. I'm he's not going to say top five, top, but I like top him 10. for like... He's not top ten to me. I like him for the new rappers, I'm saying. Uh, he's, uh, he's, but would he, make, would he make you top ten list? He would not make my Of all t- time? Yeah. <coughs> no. Then don't mention him then. Oh, okay. We're talking top. You talking, you ten, Future's your top ten all time? Yeah, Future's in my top ten, for sure. Oh, okay. I, to, I love all his, uh, all his mixtapes, Monster, 56 Nights. Uh, I love uh, Dirty Sprite 1. I love his albums, Dirty Sprite 2. Uh, Future's okay, got so some. You into yeah, Future. yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, we got your rappers. Now let's hear about your fighters. I'm what, talking about boxing or UFC. What's your rappers? My rappers yeah, top five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go. And, and my friend Eddie's in the back seat, and he probably already knows this. But for my number one, it's gonna be Tupac for sure. Like okay. hands down. Um, I'm not mad at that. Okay. Number two. I mean, shit, man. I might. I might give it to the deal. Double jizzle. Okay. Snoop Dogg. You know. Ah. Uh, you know what? I just I was just you know I mean I'm from California like Snoop Dogg was just so. Speaking about MMA, rampant. I went to, I went to the arena to watch. Uh, yeah, I went to watch the UFC over there. Uh, I, I saw DC get beat up by. Uh, but more than DC lost to Stipe, but more important than that, I saw my boy Nate Diaz <laughs> uh-huh. smoke at the Paris conference a joint. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. You know what, dude? I fucked up with saying Snoop Dogg number two. You know who was number two for me? Uh-huh. Little Wayne. Wow. Yeah, Little Wayne's number two for me. Uh, number three. I don't fuck with Lil Wayne no more. He's just fucking. I'm talking about in his prime, weird. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't fuck with him in his prime. I did, I did. I like Carter Five and all that shit. But Carter uh, Five, that's uh, sorry, post prime. I'm talking about like at least Carter to the Carter yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah. All Fire, his Fire Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. But all his mixtapes, no ceiling. I fuck with him. He's still not my top five, though. But did you not? You, you didn't fuck with no ceiling. I did. I did fuck with oh, him. Okay, I fuck okay. with it. All right. Well, anyways, so uh, Lil Wayne. So I'm gonna go Tupac, Lil Wayne, Snoop. Uh, I'm probably gonna go. Um, Damn, I'm gonna go 50 Cent. Uh, I cannot believe put, what I'm hearing right now. You can't now. put 50 Cent in your top five. No, but all you top last three main guys you mentioned should not be at the top five. Do you know in the history of hip hop? Do you know I'm a hip hop head? I know. I know. Do you know who Big L yeah. is? Yeah, I know Big L. And you put in Snoop Dogg and Lil Wayne bro, and I know 50 you're Cent. About. You're telling me about lyricists, okay? I get it. Uh, but, Bill, uh, Big L is a big time lyricist, but Big L got. But, His but I'm saying, cut is, short. I'm not saying put Big L in there. All I'm saying is you put all these basic ass niggas like Fifty Cent had a shortest rap career in, in history. Yeah, but his, uh, but his, but his. He had one great album. That original. Well, he had uh, one great album, but it. the G Unit album was pretty good. Back for Mercy. Uh, well, nothing compared to the, the top ma- guys. The massacre. Biggest Smalls. The, one of the greatest. I know, but you don't understand. I like Tupac so much that <laughs> they're both dead, and I fucking. <laughs> I wrote with Tupac so much, I wouldn't even check out Biggie Smalls like that. Okay, so then you missed out on it. Uh, I mean, I did listen to out. Biggie Smalls more when I got older, he's, he's, but when I was younger, like He had 12, a flow. He had a lyric. Yeah, I know. No, he's I, my I, top three. Biggie Smalls is my no, top I've three. No, I've listened to Biggie Smalls, but I'm telling you, like, okay. my, my You know what? We can argue about this all day. Say yeah, your yeah, shitty yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> Mother saying, who'd you say in that list again? Future? I was like, who the fuck puts Future in their top five? I have never you, heard nobody do that. Have you listened? He's not my top five. Okay, top ten. He's like top ten. Top ten. All right. Still, I don't even know about that. Anyways. Uh, he's, he's better than fucking 50 Cent. He's if better than 50 Cent? What? If you listen to his albums. Future has not made no type uh, of cultural uh, change like 50 Cent, though. Have, 50, you, 50 have, Cent. You, have you listened to March Madness? Yeah, I have listened to March Madness. What does he t- say? I don't. He said, doop, 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 doop. I can't even fucking understand. What? <laughs> okay, that's why you don't like him because you can't even give him a chance to listen to his music. No, I've he's heard actually his music. the only one. Bro, he talks about cops shooting niggas 
in March Madness. Bro, everybody, every rapper's talking about cop but, shooting niggas. But, but he did that 10 years ago before niggas was talking about it. Niggas been talking about it since fucking Public Enemy. But, but I'm saying all the rappers are talking about it now. Future was doing it where... Well, he uh, maybe he said it during a time where everybody wasn't really saying it that much. Exactly. But people have been talking he about said, cops getting shoot. Pac started it, and then nobody said it. <laughs> well, Public Enemy started it. Started it, started it yeah, really. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a gap before somebody said There's it. There's gaps. Yeah. Now everybody's saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There'll probably be gaps again. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tupac. I'm gonna go Lil Wayne. I mean, you know what? I can hear you a little bit on Fifty Cent. Maybe I need to think more. But Tupac. I mean, Lil Wayne. You can't be be little Lil Wayne like that. You say what? There's people who got Lil Wayne as their. I'm just turned off by him. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So Snoop Dogg. Uh, let me let me rethink Fifty Cent. Why? You know, you're probably right because I do like Kendrick Lamar, and J Cole more than I do like Fifty Cent. They're way better. They, yeah. Uh, those guys uh, when they retire, they're gonna be goats, bro. They're not goats, but you know yeah. they're gonna be at the top five for sure. They're great. Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking behind this bandwidth. Kendrick is so talented, bro. Oh, yeah. But J. Cole is too. Fuck. J. Cole. Yeah, that's why I put him in the, at the yeah, top yeah, four yeah. and five. Five and six. So, you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to take out 50 Cent. Uh, and I'm probably... I'm pro- I'll probably leave my top five like that. Just put it's it okay. fucking okay. Tupac, Lil Wayne. I had like, like, like eight, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just going to cut yeah. that, that off yeah. right there, you know? Yeah. I don't really have a that's diverse fine. palette. I got a palette for what I like. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think if you <laughs> listen to all the mixtape from Future and all his albums, you you know what I'm talking about. I mean, maybe I could put him up a little higher, but I mean, I I mean, I've only heard so much from listen, little. I've only heard so much from Little Baby, and I like Little Baby more than I like Future at this did, point in my did life. Did you listen to Dirty Sprite too? I've listened like, to his whole entire. No, I that's a sick thing. album. Did you listen to What a Time to Be Alive with Drake? Yes, I did. That's a great album. Um, Anyways, forget I mean, about Drake, it. Let's go, Drake right. be, okay, like, go to Fighters. Music, fighters. music is like sports. For me. I could talk about it all day. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. rap, you know, because I grew up listening to rap. You know, yeah, I, but music is more more subjective. It's not as yeah, yeah, factual yeah. as sports. Yeah, but I'm saying we could talk about it all yeah, day. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, know? definitely. But but sports is a lot more like cutthroat because it's factual. Yeah. Who yeah. won? Who yeah. lost? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, They have more stats. Yeah, exactly. Stats. Yeah, yeah. So let's go top. Is it gone? Yeah, let's make sure. Nope. Hold on, let me put my finger. That doesn't mean it's off. It's yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. Um, all right, let's talk about top five favorite fighters. I'm talking about boxing to MMA. Like, you could mix them all together. History? All History, time? All time, yeah. Oh, wait, you know, I got to put Muhammad Ali first. Yeah. The GOAT. This thing like a bee. You know, that's my guy. I loved his boxing and I loved everything he stood for. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I gotta put Mike Tyson up there. Okay, number two, uh, you put Mike. Yeah, okay. most fucking ferocious. Yeah. yeah, Iron Mike. Defense is impregnable. Yeah, he's amazing. I love Mike. I still love Mike. I listen to his podcast, Hot Boxing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I love that he's a hipster now, smokes and does DMT and shit. Right. <laughs> but still very dangerous. They all get an argument with Mike because you never know when he's gonna lose it. But I think the weed kept him calm. He don't fuck people up no more. Like well, I think to. it probably helped him resolve <laughs> some issues he had. Yeah, and he's getting older. He's get, yeah, he lost yeah, yeah. everything. Got it. It's not getting the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day I'm gonna be a guest on his podcast. And I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll be there with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be, be sitting right next to you, even if you got invited. Yeah, nah. bro, bro. Uh, I know somebody that went there and they brought all his homies. And then uh, I was like, "How did you get? Y'all weren't in our podcast." They're like, "No, we just was kicking it yeah, exactly. because we wanted yeah, to be yeah, Mike. Yeah, Everybody yeah. wanted to be Mike. He's still the man, you know." Uh, and then I'll put. Anderson Silva up there, Vandalay, Anderson Silva, Manny Pacquiao, I put him up there. Fighters, if you mix it, because I'm a big MMA fan, right? Uh-huh. You, you mix boxing 
and uh, MMA is hard to do top five. I'm already at four, and I got three boxers. I got. I know what you mean. I mean, Mike if, Tyson, if, you, if you could do Muhammad. a whole other MMA list, go ahead. Because I was just saying that because most people can't do. Marvin Hagler, amazing, you know. As uh, I also like the Lennox Lewis because yeah, he's European. Yeah, Lennox Lewis is up there for sure. Uh, but then that's already like six boxers I have, and then MMA, my favorite. Uh, of all time, it's probably Anderson Silva, the GOAT, um, Mighty Mouse. People sleep on my boy, Demetrius yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I also liked um, Nate Diaz, mm-hmm. Nick Diaz. Uh, MMA is tough. There's so many guys I like. Um, uh, Khabib. Khabib. Khabib's probably my second after the GOAT, uh, Andy Silva. Khabib's my two on the list. And there you go, really? that's five. Yeah, Khabib's greatest. Like and Khabib is like Muhammad Ali. Not just do I love his uh, discipline and uh, greatness, mm-hmm. I love that what he stands for, you know? He's a family man. Yeah, yeah. He's religious. Uh-huh. He's not about bullshit. And, oh, and so he's a real-time gangster. But also, I love uh, the way he, he carries gangster, himself. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about John Jones then? Is he uh, on your list? Nope. Damn. No, but John Jones, I just, whatever I said about Khabib is the opposite of John Jones. He's the opposite. Damn. And uh, the, the, the reason man. I don't like John Jones is the reason I don't like Conor McGregor. Why? Money got to the head, ego, uh, doing crazy shit outside of boxing. You guys, mixed martial arts, you got to be disciplined and <laughs> respectful. For sure. You know, and I feel like Conor and what uh, John Jones are doing, walking with a chest out, dick out, you know, slapping people around. First of all, you are one of the baddest people in the world. Are you slapping regular people around? And you're John doing Jones drugs? Yeah, bro. John Jones is a bully. Who do you assault? Pregnant woman. That was that was a car accident, though. That yeah, because he was high out of his mind. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so saying he didn't doing make mistake, drugs, but doing drugs, and then uh, thinking he can pay everybody up. Like so you feel like I'm not a fan of John Jones, bro. You, you like a guy who he's very talented, yeah, one yeah. of the greatest, but not on my top five. But you, so not you, so you like a guy who 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 exemplifies discipline. Not just that, like. <laughs> Like, I, I love uh, Nate Diaz, right? Uh-huh. He talks a lot of shit, uh, but he's also a bad bad motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah. But you never seen... I met Nate and Nick. Uh, you never see them, you know... Uh, or you never hear them, like, trying to slap people around on. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm here. Like, John Jones walking around with AR fucking in the neighborhood, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. doing all kinds of weird shit just because mm-hmm. he thinks he can get away with shit, you know what I mean? Which he can, I'm sure, you know? But... I'm not a fan, you know. I'm not so, a fan. Skills, so. I think he's very talented. One of the best ever. Uh huh. You know. So how do you not put him in your all time if you don't think one of the best, he's one of the best ever? But are you just talking about? Or are you talking about? I'm favorites? talking about everything. Yeah, I'm talking about favorites. But that's why I asked yeah. you everything, you know. Yeah, favorites. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and so that doesn't make him uh, one of your I'll, favorites. No, no, not okay. my top five. Uh, my top five is MMA's Vendela, uh, Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Vendela Silva. Yeah, Anderson yeah. Silva, uh, Khabib, Demetrius Johnson. Those are my three favorites. And I have uh, Nate Diaz in there. Uh, I even like Leon Edwards, but he's not my top five, obviously. But I like Leon Edwards. He's such a dope. He should get a uh, belt. Now, if we go to top ten, I like Francis. I like uh, Osman. Mm-hmm. I like Israel because they're African yeah, brothers. Yeah. That's killing it, you know. Uh, yeah, man. Talk to mine. You know, I, I would probably, for, for MMA, I'm probably going to put I would probably put my favorite MMA fighter is Francis Ngannou, just because like not only his performance but his stories. You he's know, he's a badass. Yeah, I love but his fucking his fucking trip to get to fucking amazing. The UFC is like amazing. What the f- like amazing? That's that's like a one in a million type of person for reals. Right. And uh, his sheer uh, dominance of people like other than Stipe, 
Other than Stipe, he's fucking uh, whitewashed it was, everybody. It was hard for me to vote, uh, go against Stipe, but I had to go with Francis. Uh, and I knew Francis could have lost that fight. But I love Stipe. He's a great the man. The first one. No, I'm saying I'm talking about the last fight. The second one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't like going against Stipe. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's just good man, great fighter, you yeah. know. Uh, but I'm like, Francis is gone. Through. I feel like I have literally a similar story to Francis. You know, one day when I make it, I'll make a book. Similar story to Francis a little bit. I mean, you definitely do have the the story of a of a of a immigrant you know yeah. uh, from africa yeah definitely but even when i came here you know uh as a student and all that oh it's yeah a, another yeah, story yeah. but not as bad as francis you know uh, well francis, francis is cause, uh, francis yeah. damn man yeah. well i think maybe because your dad kind of like helped that trajectory for you yeah. as far as like taking you to sweden yeah you know what I'm exactly saying? he had to figure it out himself when he was a teenager yeah yeah, yeah right. exactly <coughs> but uh yeah so i'm gonna go francis francis, francis number one from you that's right good now. yeah uh, and I'm probably gonna go John Jones number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, fuck, dude. I can't lie, man. I do like Kamara Usman pretty high too. Yeah, I, I put him in my uh, Francis and Kamara and Izzy. I put him like my top eight. Yeah, I put I put I put, I put Francis number one, John, and then Kamara Usman number three, mm-hmm. and then number four. Uh, man, I really did. I really do used to like Yoel Romero a lot. You know, but you, uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of like he's great. He's, I like Joel. I like Anthony Rumble. <laughs> uh, I even like DC. Uh, but I, I like DC too. Yeah. But but uh, you know who I really liked when I was start watching MMA? I really liked uh, Rampage. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. 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 yeah that yeah, is yeah. like the one of the first guys I did yeah. like too. I remember when he knocked out Chuck Liddell. I yeah, was like, and uh, I watched him in Pride, and I, was, I used to love Pride. Oh damn! You used to watch him in Pride. Yeah. Dude? When That's he so came to he came to UFC, I was like, oh, he's gonna smack him. And Chuck was knocking everybody out, but Francis, uh, uh, Rampage, Rampage fucked him up. Yeah, he fucked him up, yeah. yeah. Um, Rampage was funny, dude, too. Yeah, he, he is funny. funny. Remember in, in The Ultimate Fighter when he broke that door? Yeah, remember the interviews when he, uh, in between his fights? Yeah. Like, he had some weird ass, he'd be like he made everybody at, uncomfortable. He'd be kind of like hollering at chicks and yeah, shit, yeah. like when, during his interview with the reporter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, oh, damn, how'd you say Rampage, man? No, I wouldn't put him in. But I don't want to fuck One with of it. my favorites back yeah, in yeah, the yeah, days. Yeah, 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 back in the days. I know, it's just like a transition. That's what I was saying about UFC, like in boxing. Like, boxing is like, it's so long now that, you know, it's pretty much established. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Who's your favorite? Uh, uh, you said Osman Francis. John. John. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go Yoel Romero. Okay. Even though I know his career is probably much, pretty much done. He's, he's great. <coughs> oh, he's in the Bellator now. He's good. He's oh, so he went to Bellator. Yeah, he's going to fight for Oh, okay. Really? He's in the tournament. Dang, the but the, the UFC dropped his ass quick though when no, he lost. He's, a, he's in the 205 uh, light heavyweight uh, tournament. Guess no. who's in that tournament? Who? Rumble. Oh really? Yeah. Oh dang. Rumble won his first fight. Oh he did. Yeah, knockout. Damn, you know about the whole yeah. MMA world. Bro, I watch every MMA. Damn. Every week I watch MMA. MMA is my like MMA and soccer and basketball is what I watch most. Um, I'm a sports fanatic. Yeah, you know, yeah. you on that shit. Yeah. Uh, I most certainly know about the UFC. I mean, I kind of see some stuff. I'm an MMA fan. I'm not just a UFC Yeah, you fan. know everything about yeah. the the whole entire sport. Yeah, I even watch it one FC, uh, one uh, one FC one because FC, yeah. because uh, Demetrius, my boy Demetrius, is there. You know. So be, wasn't didn't Demetrius go to Bellator at first? No, he went to he got traded for Ben Askren for the one. At Bellator, right? Yeah. No, no. Ben was at the one. one F- he's at one, one FC. Two? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, how you gonna trade Demetrius though? Wasn't Demetrius like? It was disrespectful. Like, he was right? the, the goat, and they traded him. That was disrespectful. For real. And uh, that fight, he lost the. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love Triple C and Rusehudo. Mm-hmm. He's a tough dude, but uh, that fight he lost to, he was barely lost. Lost that fight, uh, and he he been so dumb. He should have deserved the rematch, you know. And they traded him. That was disrespectful. Um. 
Also, I, I think I like Demetrius Evan more because he's so humble and stuff. Also, he, he's, yeah. he's from Seattle, and my and my American hometown is yeah. Seattle. You know. Are they even fucking open, dude? It's fine. We can finish it up here. Just post in the car. Okay, uh, you finished your list. Uh, yeah. What about boxing? I want to hear your boxing list. Boxing, I'm going to have to go Ali number one. And For then sure. I'm going to go uh, Mike Tyson number two. Sure. And uh, who do I like a lot when I was younger? I like the I like Bernard Hopkins a lot. He's a legend. Uh, I like Roy Jones. A yeah, lot I did too. like, I, I don't know. I, I caught Bernard Hopkins wave. Like at the right time, I think mm-hmm. Roy Jones, like his his dominance was a little bit before Bernard yeah. Hopkins, right? Bernard was older when he got started shining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go Bernard number three, and then uh, uh, I'm gonna go Lennox. No, I'm gonna go Holyfield number four, and Lennox Lewis number five. Um, mm-hmm. even though I know Lennox Lewis's career was or better. Did you like Marvin Hagler? I know it's before our time, but I watched <laughs> everything on YouTube. You know, I didn't watch. I didn't watch so much stuff coming back from Marvin Hagler. I did watch Marvin Hagler versus uh, Pacquiao. Did you watch? Like no, no, no. Marvin Hagler versus uh, who was that dude that he fought? The fucking tall black dude. He was a savage. Yeah, I don't he, know. He just died. I mean, uh, no, Marvin Hagler Marvin died, just right? Died, yeah. The guy he fought, though. I'm sorry that they had that fucking Tommy Hearns. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Hearns. Hearns. Yeah, yeah, I watched that fight. Um, I watched documentaries and stuff on the box that I like. Like I like Marvel Hagler, so I watched. But a Sugar lot of Ray Leonard be both of them, right? Yeah, Sugar Ray was a badass. Roy Jones was a badass. There's so many legends. I feel yeah, like exactly. uh, of the new era, I think Pacquiao is also in my top five. Yeah, top, yeah, top Pacquiao. ten at least. Pacquiao is well, then you gotta put Floyd. I did not put Floyd in there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not gonna disrespect Floyd. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. He's amazing. I I think Floyd is. Uh, I used to dislike him because he made everybody turn against him, and he made most money because he was smart. You know. Yeah. He turned everybody. He was the bad guy that made the money, which was great strategy. Yeah. And now I appreciate Floyd even more because I'm like, what he did, and how he was so good defensively, and how he was so because he used to knock people out back when he was young. Yeah, before he broke his hand. So I'm like, uh, Floyd. I don't disrespect him, but I mean, he's not in my top five. Okay. He's one of the greatest though. No, I mean, I, I as like far Floyd. as favorites, that makes sense though because yeah. he was. He w- you watched him to lose. Also, uh, yeah. Also, when you're doing top five, you're gonna pick the baddest man. You're not gonna pick the small guy like Floyd. You know. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna pick the heavyweight. Even Pacquiao's not my pa- top five. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. You're gonna pick the bigger guys. You know, because well, we like knockouts. As yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the bigger guys are gambling more. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're 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 yeah. playing a, 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 you know, it's the same sport, mm-hmm. but the bigger you are, the harder you fall. Let me ask right? you this: of the new boxers now uh, active, who's your favorite? One guy. I don't even know that many new boxers Tyson now. Fury. I, mean, I know Tyson Fury. Tyson I know Deontay my Wilder. I know Anthony Joshua. I mean, I know. Uh, but Tyson Fury is my favorite. But we can go, that's a long story. I can go in and talk about Tyson Fury. I mean, I think Tyson Fury is the best one. I mean, he you moves know? like a lightweight. You see him how quick he moves and yeah. his head movement. I think he'll beat Deontay Wilder again. He beat think, anybody. I, I think, think. Jo- Anthony. Jo- I think Anthony Joshua had a better chance of beating Tyson Fury than Deontay. But Anthony Wilder. Joshua didn't have the balls. You know how he, yeah, he avoided yeah, yeah, yeah. he avoided Wilder for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he avo- and then he started avoiding Tyson Fury. Uh, but I think it's just their promotion protecting the Golden Goose. Yeah, I think they, 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 were, they were building the stats for him, and they f- and they fucked up when and now when they, they got fired Ruiz when yeah, they got exactly. Ruiz because they thought it was a padded stat. Yeah, exactly. But now when he lost Ruiz and Josh and uh, Fury was bringing the money that uh, he used to bring, he's like, I guess I'm gonna fight him. Yeah, because yeah. they have no choice. Because he knows the fans of boxing will hate him, right? If he doesn't fight Fury or Wilder, so now he's willing to do it because you lost, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Fury's still gonna fight him and beat his ass. Well, he backed out. Then he wasn't he supposed to fight Fury, and then and then they didn't. And like after he got, I mean, recently. Now Fury said, uh, "You can't just come and tell me you want to fight me. I have uh, already two cu- two fights oh, coming out. He I see. had two fights on the. He had a guarantee ah, with Wilder okay. back." He yeah, gave yeah. Wilder another chance because uh-huh. to just finish that, yeah, yeah. and he had another fight on uh, which he did fight. 
Well, yeah, if he loses yeah. to Wilder, then that's going to fucking make this shit longer. He, he can still fight Joshua, though. In between? Yeah. No, I'm saying if he loses, he can still fight Joshua. No, I know that, but yeah. I'm saying, like, he's going to have to wait. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to wait like a year. Because they're going to rematch again. If yeah. Wilder beats Joshua, they'll rematch again. First of all, uh, I don't, I don't know if you, if you watch the uh, Wilder is not going to beat no, he's not. Tyson. No, he's not. Tyson he did, beat he did knock him down. Yeah, but that was, but uh, that was the first fight. Second fight? Did you see the second fight? I know, yeah. But I'm saying the first fight, he knocked him Even, down. I mean, to be honest, him. first fight should not be a draw. No, he should have lost. beat him. Yeah, yeah. But it's that knockdown in the 12th round that they. Yeah, but he. I know, but you won that round. Yeah, but it doesn't count. Yeah, more yeah, rounds. But I feel like Fury won nine out of ten. You know. Yeah, he might have won 12. ten out of ten. Out of nine, nine out of twelve. He know? won a lot. Yeah. He looked better than him the whole fight. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, how? But anyways, they did it for rematch, and the rematch he got schooled, and he's gonna get schooled again. Yeah. But he, he got hit kind of... I mean, it is what it is, but he got hit like right behind his ear. That shit fucking made him look all goofy. Yeah, Wasn't his ear bleeding afterwards? Yeah. Well, let's talk about comics. Yeah, top five comics. comics, yeah. Uh, my favorites of all time. It's tough. I don't know about favorite, but I could put top just, five. Yeah, don't you, like, yeah, comics, you don't have to do favorite. Like, I mean, just... I yeah. have um, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K., um... Uh, Bill Burr probably, uh, and then I love Paul Mooney. Yeah, Paul Mooney. R.P. Paul Mooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my top five probably. But it's so hard. There's so many good ones, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, so that's your top five. You said. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Uh, so we're we just talking about strictly stand up, or we're we talking about comedians like in stand up. I don't give a strictly. Okay, yeah, okay. Comic. So I'm gonna go Bush Chappelle, and then I'm gonna go. Um, Bill Burr, and then I'm going to go, I mean, I really did like Tom Segura. Like, I've liked all, all his Great. specials. Yeah. Gr- I love Tom's uh, stuff. I mean, I liked him when he, even when he was like, he first did his specials, you know, like his first ones. You yeah, know? those are great. Yeah, those are great, right? Yeah. Uh, let me just think, though, before I do say that. Um, fuck. So you said Eddie Murphy? I'll say no, Eddie no, Murphy you, no, first. You said Chappelle. No, I said Chappelle, then Bill Burr, uh-huh. and then I'll say Eddie Murphy. And then, fuck, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, though. The, the old school or new school? This is so many years, right? Yeah. I mean, because I, I, did, I did, like, Richard Pryor shit, mm-hmm. even though, like, I understood that it was coming from a fucking later mm-hmm. time. And, like, I was re- listening to it mm-hmm. in 2010. Right, right, right. And of he's course, of course. 1970, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But it was still, it was still hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, motherfucker. Nah, so I'm going to go number one, Dave Chappelle, and I'm going to go number two, Patrice O'Neill. Oh, yeah, Patrice. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about him. Patrice is uh, definitely up there. And then I'll go three, Bill Burr. And then four, I'm going to do uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. And then I'm going to do uh, five. Fuck. Because um, I don't want to say. Uh, yeah, I might have to. Fuck. Dude. Did you, did you like else. Carlin? Did you like uh, Mitch Hedberg? Those yeah, guys? yeah. But, I mean, not I'm not, not my top five. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody, man. Fuck, I feel like there's somebody I'm missing, like how I miss Patrice O'Neal. No, I miss Patrice, but you, you got it. Uh, I mean, uh, you, you you working them into your top five or what? Uh, yeah, who was my top five? I had uh, Pryor, Chappelle, Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Eddie Murphy. No, Patrice doesn't make that list. It's closed, so, though. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <coughs> I'm going to go fucking. Damn, dude. Fuck. I ke- it's like some. Oh. I'm gonna go Bernie Mac. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna hey, turn this off. You cold? Yeah. I'm gonna go. So I'm, my my <laughs> list is gonna be Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. uh, Patrice O'Neill, mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Murphy, um, 
Bill Burr and uh, Bernie Mac. Okay. Good loop. That, that girl's fight's over? So just give us your top five in a, in a linear order real quick, Moha, and then let's let's uh, let's wrap this up because my, my battery's on 5% on my laptop. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Uh, Louis C.K. Bill Burr. And there it goes. Hey, Moha, you need to get yourself a podcast, man. You need one. <sighs> the people want to hear your voice. You know, and maybe I'm wrong, um, uh, but this is my, mm-hmm. like, I want to focus on doing, co- I want to be stand doing stand-up mm-hmm. only. Like, mm-hmm. I want to do mics, I want to do writing, mm-hmm. I want to do shows, I want to do uh, stage time. Mm-hmm. I just want to put all my energy on stand-up. stand-up. And then once I become great at it and I start building fan base, then I want to do merch and podcasts and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do all of it, you know. Yeah, why, why would the people listen to me at this point, you know what I mean? I understand you're building your community yeah, yeah. from the beginning. But I feel like I, once I get fan base and once I start doing great in comedy, yeah. the show will come. Uh, I want to just pro- I don't want to produce no shows. Mm-hmm. I don't ho- want to hold on no mics. Yeah. I don't want to do podcasts. Yeah. I don't want all I want to do is like comedy. That's it. Yeah, that's the performance. And maybe sketch here and there. Yeah, yeah. That's all I want to do. I want to be so vision ton- like I want to have the um, uh, tunnel vision. Tunnel yeah. I'm just focused on comedy because I want to be the greatest comic I could be. You know. That's no. You're you're uh, you're right about that. Honestly, because. Doing doing uh, shows and and open mics like I was even contemplating myself like fuck it takes so much away from just doing stand up yeah because now you can't travel you're not just focusing on you like when I go to mic I'm focused on my jokes and what I, I knew how yeah, I did it yesterday yeah. so I, but when you go on a host and a mic you have to worry host. about everybody time and yeah, this yeah, yeah. now I did host a lot of mics and not my mic but you know people's mics yeah, yeah. like as a, uh, just the host yeah and I liked it because I get to work on my mm-hmm. roasting skills and my crowd skills and whatever yeah you, you get to hold the mic longer. Yeah. But uh, I just want to do comedy, comedy. I want to eat, sleep, uh, comedy, like I used to do with basketball when I was in college, right? And then I want to eventually um, get so good that I want to get undeniable be funny. Yeah. When I get undeniable be funny, everybody want me on their show. Yeah. Even if they pay me 10 bucks, I just want to yeah. be like you want requested to yeah. be on their show. And then eventually from there, when you know you're killing in your city and you do a special, the world will know that you're funny. Then you'll have the marketing Right. That comes instantaneous just from the product. Right, because yeah. when you everybody in your city, like L.A. is a big city. It's one of the hardest, like New York, to make yeah. it, right, as a comic. If you are requested by people that's doing shows all over the city mm-hmm. and, and you got to that level of funny, once you show your face to the world, you should be killing it because you are in, if you're killing L.A., yeah. You're gonna kill everywhere. Everywhere, you know. Exactly. So that's why I'm focusing on b- being undeniably funny and just comedy, no podcast, nothing else. Oh no, I I completely agree with uh, your philosophy on sticking to it because I think that will be the fastest route to get to being the performer that you need to be to to s- kill the stage night in and night out, right? Right, and it's more to comedy than just being like a good writer and good comic. There's also you got to know how to be an entertainer. How to how to do maybe crowd work maybe how to do roast also maybe a, a, a physical yeah. I want I'm a physical I'm some energetic and physical person mm-hmm. I want to see if I can mix them all well together you know what I mean yeah the performance yeah, you want to yeah. put on the best performance you can put on yeah and then if the jokes are great that helps right and I, I want to just focus on comedy because I want to be a comic that's you know yeah all you, I don't I wanna wanna do. a, you don't want to be a you don't want to be a 
like a your show business, right? No. You want to you want to you want to uh, be the show, not the business. Yeah. I want to be the guy that requests like, "Hey, we know you're funny. Yeah, can yeah. you come do this show?" Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh nothing else. Now, oh, you're funny. You can put me on this uh, show. We can put you on like put me on cuz I'm funny. That's yeah, what yeah, I want to yeah. do. And I know with my fucking accent and my weird look, I have to work my ass off, but I don't mind it because I'm an immigrant, you know? I know how to work my ass off. I'm an African dude, you know? Yeah. So that's why I don't do podcasts, bro. Well, you know what? Well, every time you want to be on mine, I'll put you on. Moha. Put me on, All right? man. We can uh, track my baby steps. Well, you know it. Greatness, to greatness. Po- po- podcasts, they're good just for the fact of kind of like, putting it's almost like stone right when people wrote scriptures and stuff like that like you're just leaving your your digital footprint on the world so when you do gain that audience even a hundred years after your death they'll be like oh i'm gonna listen to that episode that he was on da, 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 da. when he it's started sh- out it's just people get yeah. obsessive with people that they like yeah yeah so i do the same thing i i listen to anything and uh, fucking the people i like you know and interesting people exactly you know? and and eventually bro i know once i make it as a comic I'm not just gonna make it in America. I'm gonna make it in Sweden. I'm gonna I'm gonna have Somali people on my behind my back. I'm gonna yeah, have yeah. Swedish because if you make it in LA, Swedish people treat you like a star. You can sell out stadiums because they're like this comic is doing great in LA. Well, yeah. And the Somalian people, they're in Toronto, they're in Minnesota, they're in America, and they're in uh, England, right? If I go there as a Somali comic coming from LA, yeah, uh, uh, you can sell out because they were like my people, Swedish and Somalian people mm-hmm. s- support and love you. Mm-hmm. And be loyal to you once you make it. Before you make it, they don't pay attention. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even worried about the marketing part. That's gonna be easier for me. I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, I, once, once you. Well, it. first of all, if you make it in LA, you made it everywhere. Right. Because LA is the hub of right. entertainment. Right. You know. Right. Um. That in New York. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think LA over New York, honestly, probably is the hub because. They no, do. anybody that makes it, let's get to great. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then there's uh, also I think like levels like Russell Peters. You yeah, know, he's international. Uh, like international levels. But where does know? he live? He lives in LA. But, but my point is, like, once you make it, you have, like, a uh, race or ethnicity behind you. Yeah, it, it puts you on a different like level. Like McGregor in yeah. UFC. Yeah, it puts you on a different, yeah, different, exactly. different uh, you know. You have a whole nation behind you right. watching your shit. Um, so is there anything you want to tell people before we wrap this up, Moha? You want to leave them with any uh, affirmations or something like that? Hey, one of my favorite sayings, uh, I have so many motivational sayings, but Kobe, I remember when he came to the NBA, he said, if you don't believe in yourself, why should anybody else believe in you? And I have always, uh, since being a basketball fan, always followed that model. Uh, I know I'm, I'm putting, I have to put into work and I'm doing that, but I do believe in myself and y'all should believe in yourselves, man. Even when it's dark, when it's hard, nobody's looking at you, believe in yourself. And I want to shout out to my boy Troy for always believing in me since day one, bro. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? We're going to be homies forever. Uh, and, yeah, my, find me on Instagram, Moha, M-O-W-H-A-A. Uh, follow me there and see my dumb sketches and shows and whatever I'm doing. And when he does a show and he puts it on his stories, on his posts, go to that motherfucker. When I do a show, go to our, mine, and if Moha's on it, go to go to our show, motherfuckers. <laughs> Come support. You listen to the podcast. Don't just sit there at your desk or at home or where the hell you are and think, damn, these niggas are funny, man. Come out and meet us. We want to meet you guys, goddammit. Come yeah. to our shows, all right? That's the Extra Christy Podcast. Moha, we out. Thank you.